On this episode of Blending Bourbon, be sure to join Dixon Deadman and myself, David Mark Young, along with Ryan Cecil from the Bourbon Pursuit podcast and co-founder of Pursuit United Spirits. We'll talk about how he got into the podcasting industry and later built his own brand and how they continue to deal with some of today's challenges. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Deadman and David Mark Young. Well, welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon, sponsored as always by Golden Sheaf. I'm Dixon Deadman, 2XO Whiskey, joined by my very good friend and you know, counterpart David Mark Young of Golden Sheaf Whiskey. We're very excited. We are trending on Twitter right now as Us Weekly just named us <laughs> the Mary Kate and Ashley Olson of Bourbon Podcast. It's very exciting. So to that, I say, hey, dude, how are you? I'm great, Dixon. How are you? I'm terrific. Terrific. That's great. Terrific. Mary Kate and Ashley. I love that one. That's good. And these get better and i say this every podcast they get better really and do. better i can only imagine how much time you spend thinking these things up i told you it's, it's in the, the shower it just comes every to morning. you that's just what in I between shampoo morning. and conditioner yeah it just comes to you huh? i'm a i'm a two-in-one guy i'm lazy <laughs> yeah it all happens at once well great great we've got a special episode today we've got another special guest um, no, gosh. this is cool. This is cool because we're kind of stepping outside the box here. Like, we are. you know, we, we have, we have been very focused on, you know, kind of, I don't know what our, our mission was always talking to what, what was his name? Todd? Like when we were coming up, with Todd, this, like Todd was our, to Todd. Todd was our, our audience. avatar Todd was member. our listener. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were talking to Todd, you know, kind of about, you know, the, the things that behind the scenes, a look under the tent, you know, the complications, the headaches, uh, building a brand, uh, being a part of a brand, seeing a brand, you know, um, you know, trying to you know, go through all that process and solving all the problems. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's exciting because I think, you know, I, I don't know what it's like in um, Omaha, but it's it's a beautiful, beautiful spring day here in Kentucky. The sun is shining. It is, I don't know, close to 70 degrees outside. And we're kind wow. of pivoting today. You know, we're we're really going, going, you know, and, and it's really this this episode is is to talk to, you know, an expert on you know how do you prepare your lawn for uh for <laughs> spring and you know and 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 those types of things like how do you uh you know what should we be doing overseeding should we be um aerating uh you know that it's really that kind of thing that we're we're getting into today and and so you know yeah, definitely could be more excited to be joined by uh by ryan cecil um you know, and, 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 and really going to kind of dive into, to lawn care, spring lawn care. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely the resident expert. I think he has a, um, some background in, in whiskey too. So if we, if we get to that, Ryan, if you want to pivot and talk about whiskey bourbon, um, and some of your oh. experience, yeah, that, there, the there is that. Yeah, it, it is. Spring is in the air. It, 
as Dixon said, the sun sun is shining bright on our old Kentucky home, and you know it's late February and all the weeds are popping out like four weeks early. So there I'm go. jumping into lawn care season way about three to four weeks earlier than I want to. But yeah, I'm here to answer any questions about your lawn. You got <laughs> mosquitoes coming up. You know, you talk about overseeding Dixon. You do not want to overseed in the spring. Spring is a terrible oh, time to gotcha. do that because. The seedlings just don't have enough time to mature before going into hot summer, and then they die, mm. and then you're redoing it in the fall. But only do it if you have really bare spots. Uh, that's it. about as much as I want to talk it. lawn care. I really want to talk whiskey. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't talk do talk whiskey. <laughs> Brian I, Cecil. Sorry, I got my 10 o'clock and my 11 o'clock confused. I'm really sorry. That's yeah. Right. Moving on from lawn care to the whiskey bourbon industry, Ryan Cecil from... Urban Pursuit and Pursuit Spirits, welcome. Glad to have you here. Honored to have you here on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun being on this side of the equation, you know, instead of the interviewing side. So I'm I'm excited to be, you know, Dixon said I always drilled him, so he's ready to drill me, you know, with <laughs> put me in the hot seat. So I'm 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 anxiously waiting to see see how this goes. Yeah, I mean that that's the, the I don't think you need to worry too much about that. No, I don't. <laughs> this will be fun, though, because we're all kind of in the same, uh, going through the same uh, struggles and same challenges and same, also enjoyment, though, in this industry. So I think we'll, I don't know if we have enough time. So we could probably right. talk for like 10 hours about all the shenanigans we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So That's a good way to summarize it. Yeah, shenanigans. You know, I... Um, had the pleasure, honor of um, seeing you and Kenny a, a couple weeks ago um, in action at a, a local event in Louisville. And for the first time, heard your story in person, you know, from you guys. I, I've, I've read it about it many times, but wow, there were, there were so many details. And you guys have clearly given that presentation um, a number of times to, to the point where you've perfected it. And it, and, you know, be able to answer all the questions that are thrown at you. And it's just really impressive. All of the things that you've, um, you know, where you're at today and what it's taken to get there. And, you know, that it kind of put me at ease a little bit. We, we often talk about some of the pivots and challenges and all the things. And um, each time Dixon shares one of those um, challenge stories and, you know, how he, um, you know, weathered through the tough times and has, um, you know, come out on top. It's encouraging for me being a startup brand. And so, um, thanks for all that. And, you know, we, we want to hear, um, you know, what's going on now, what, 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 what's some of your, your most recent activity and, and even some of your biggest challenges that you're enduring currently. Yeah, sure. Thank you for that. And yeah, we've kind of given this presentation or talk, the story, it's a, an interesting one, but it's one that takes a while to explain. So it's very hard to do, uh, you know, in a two to three minute kind of uh, elevator pitch. But uh, yeah, it's a story that, you know, we never really planned on or never really thought was going to happen. So, uh, you know, and then now we're, you talk about challenges. We we're, we're kind of wishing we just stayed in bourbon media, you know, uh, <laughs> and now you all are doing the bourbon brands and starting the bourbon media. But, uh, I guess I can give a quick background is that Kenny and I just, we started the bourbon pursuit podcast in 2015. Uh, we, you know, sought out, it was an educational thing. We're the two dumbasses. We really wanted to learn as much as we could about anything and everything in the industry. I grew up in Bardstown. 
around it, you know, and no one cared about my whole life and really just wanted to kind of help spread, you know, the, the gospel and kind of the educational piece. So we had people like Dixon, you know, master blenders, uh, you know, Jackie Zakin, uh, you know, master distillers, you, you name it, Harlan Wheatley, Jimmy Russell, Jim Rutledge, you know, all the big legacy, uh, industry experts and you know after doing that three or four years we thought we took enough knowledge and we thought we could start our own brand and uh you know because we learned from the greatest and thought we're like, oh the bourbon life is so romantic and so <laughs> you know sexy and they're making so much money and it's like this <laughs> it's this like fast life and you know, I want to be a part of that. So uh, it does seem pretty glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. And so we thought we would uh, get get into the bourbon game. And so we started our own uh, brand or concept. We originally started doing single barrels, selling them to our podcast audience. Um, and that worked out for a while. But then we were, you know, as you, Dixon knows and people know that aged barrels became really hard to acquire um, on the open market because we were sourcing at the time and so we sought out and thought how can we do a scalable project to uh you know have something a brand that we can build on and so we kind of looked at the current market and you know a lot of people were sourcing from you know barton at the time and mgp and you know they and those are great fantastic whiskeys and we just thought you know i don't know a lot of people are doing that and we we wanted to do something different we have a national kind of a national audience with our podcast and so we thought, hey, what if we partnered with, you know, Kentucky bourbons, obviously king, but we want a Kentucky bourbon. But what if we put different bourbons from different mash bills from different states together in a blend and, and unite them and call it Pursuit United? And so that's the project that we're kind of working on um, and going through all the struggles that you all are. Um, I know I'm blabbing here a little bit, but uh, just kind of giving people some context of what, you know, what we're dealing with and whatnot. So. Well, so like to take a step back, um, cause you're, I mean, I remember, I don't know when it was, it was very early. I was, um, I was kind of blown away, uh, to be honest, to be pretty, pretty early. One of your early interview ease on 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 the bourbon pursuit i i remember it because we did it like late-ish at night and i was i was in my office at the end then and it was i mean it was like eight nine o'clock and you know y'all had reached out and and it i mean it was kind of um you know yeah you me uh kenny this is before you brought in the rock star. Um, and, and actually just to, I think, am I, am I still the only three time interviewee for bourbon pursuit? I, I think, yeah, I think you wow. are besides like the round table people, but somebody with a brand, I think you're the only person that's been on there three times. So, but that's a like, triple crown, you know, you, you guys and 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 your your history your backstory your you kind of grew up around it in it um you could smell mash from your house like 
you know, and then I had the pleasure uh, getting to know your dad that night where we, we just killed <laughs> bottles together. That, that's um, right. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> your dad and I killed a few bottles together, but that's what us Cecil's do, you know, <laughs> how, like I, I often talk about falling ass backwards into this whole thing. Like I, and, and I still, I mean, I, I, I am, I, I did, I, when, when you and Kenny said, Hey, let's do this, let's do this podcast. Like, did you ever, did you ever dream that it would not like take out the pursuit United part that like, did you ever dream that you all would become the number one bourbon podcast? Like, did, like, was, did you, did you plan this? Did you say, Hey, this is where, or is it just kind of one of the, like, kind of now you look back and say oh my gosh how the hell did that happen kind of thing yeah it's more of the latter uh how the hell did <laughs> that happen because you know as we talked at the beginning of the show i want a lawn care and mosquito business which is very seasonal and so the bourbon podcast idea came from like just feeling a boredom in the winter and you know it was just kind of this like winter hobby and i was huge fans of like tim ferris and joe rogan you know kind of these like especially Rogan having these people and Tim Ferriss, you know, it's just kind of this long format storytelling. And, you know, if anyone's ever been on the bourbon trail or go to the distillery, I mean, you go through the tour and it's really kind of lame. It's like, it's just like, here's our mash bill. Here's a made up story about a dead guy. Here's, (laughs) you know, our special fermentation tanks. And here's like our still. And then we'll do a small tasting at the end. When in reality, though, there's like these huge characters behind every brand. And like, as we all know, it's a humbling, very humbling business. It's very hard. And so everyone is just very genuine, very nice. And they have stories to tell. And so my goal was just like, look, I kind of was around these people, you know, through family members or this or that. And I knew they had great stories, but they've never been able to share that story, you know, because, you know, you might go on a tour and Jimmy Russell's sitting at the end and you can take a picture with him, but you don't get to hear about like how he spent his childhood and how, you know, him and Eddie, how they go about their day-to-day operations and business and this and that. And it's like, so I just saw that there was an opportunity to share those stories. I had zero idea that we would like last year we did 2.2 million downloads. I had you know, and it, and it took a very long time for us to get there for two years. I mean, we were probably getting like one to 200 downloads per episode. And we were like, I can't believe a hundred people are listening to us, you know? So I, I I don't, you know, I think, did you guys consciously say we, we don't want to be that podcast that like, the, the the reviewers like it wasn't gonna be a we're gonna rate and grade these things we're gonna we're gonna say we're experts and we're because that's what that's actually yeah. what I love about what y'all do is like you you just you allow people to come on and and share information and 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 like tell a story and tell you know not like hey we're we're gonna set ourselves up as these um 
experts who tell people what they should drink or what they yeah, should. Yeah, the Cisco. You know what I'm Ebert. saying? Like, is it? Yeah. Was that was that a conscious thing or is that just something that kind of developed? No, it was a it was definitely a conscious decision. There were, you know, I'm an idea person. I'm not always the best execution, so that's why <laughs> I brought Kenny in. I had this idea. Kenny, we started to become friends, but he was in the tech industry and new public speaking, new technology. And he's like, I love the concept, but we need an angle. And like, so we need to research the market, like see, you know, what's out there. And so at the time there were some podcasts, you know, whiskey, uh, whiskey cast was out with Mark Gillespie and it was more of like a news, but it was covering whiskey as a whole. And then there were a few like bourbon podcasts, but they were strictly reviews. And I, I just couldn't sit there and, listen to someone tell me how Elmer T. Lee tastes, you know, and for 30 minutes, you know, and they're just in there talking about nonsense and I'm ADD and it's like, it was just boring to me. And so Kenny was like, we really need to like, you know, focus as we're the two dumbasses. Let's go and, <laughs> you know, do the, the educational piece of it and bring on. So that was more of like Kenny's kind of direction, um, deciding to go that route. Um, so yeah, it was a conscious decision. And then we never wanted to do reviews because I still, I'm like, why do people care what I think? And, but our audience demanded it from us. So we do do a thing. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do a review, it's going to be called a whiskey quickie. And so we do do what we call whiskey quickies, where it's like a three to four minute review. And we basically tell you like thumbs up. We like it sideways thumbs. If it's average thumbs down, if we don't. And, uh, we were very hesitant to do that because you know, they're, we're just we like bourbon and reviews are so subjective and two you, you just don't want to like make or break someone's you know brand there's a lot of work that goes into a brand and building it and a lot of money and you just don't want to be like some pompous ass whiskey geek that says like yeah. uh well i don't think yours cuts the mustard so and then that lives with them forever you know and right. I, I just didn't feel comfortable with that i, I pitched my wife a concept called whiskey quickie um it it didn't it didn't go over very well um but that's, we won't that's, go into details on that story for another day yeah this is gonna be your last episode I'm fired. that's right <laughs> um no i so all right so you guys some uh, not say somehow but like you you become kind of the gold standard for bourbon podcasts. I mean, I, I you are the gold standard for bourbon podcasts, which is Absolutely. incredible. Uh, which it's, it's hard for me to, I thank you for that, but it's hard, still hard for me to wrap my head around, you know, how this all came about, but I know, uh, I, yeah, I mean, but, but, but you are, I mean, like, I don't know any, it, when I, when David said, let's do a podcast, it's like, okay. And then <laughs> they like the, 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 Myrden, the techie people, like show us the, uh, like, I don't know, they go to these websites where they talk about like who's doing it right, and you all are, oh yeah, head and shoulders above everybody else. Like it's in, it's incredible, it's awesome, and and to be honest, like couldn't happen to better guys. I mean, I I I've, I've had the pleasure to know you all for. A long time and you've always been really good to me and I, I, I want, you know, I, I love what's going on, but like that, so that, that kind of thing like happens not planned. It was a, it, 
obviously it was kind of like a fun thing and it happens. And then, and then the decision or how, how did, like, how did Fred come into play? Cause you know, I love Fred. I've got great Fred stories. Actually, if you don't want to tell some Fred stories, I, I love Fred. Um, we, we all have Fred stories. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, that had to be a huge, uh, boon for, you know, pursuit for bourbon pursuit to, to bring in, you know, somebody like Fred who, I mean, not that y'all didn't have a level of credibility, but Fred brings an added level of credibility, right? Oh, totally. You know, Fred reached out to us. Um, I had known Fred. I was actually, he was one of my lawn care customers. I know a lot of people too, (laughs) through my lawn care business, because you know, a lot of people in the bourbon industry live in Bardstown or Louisville. And so I was doing people's yards and then I would, you know, I, I, I he became a customer and I was, he was like, he's like, Oh, you're from Bardstown. And this was before I really even knew he was, <laughs> um, he was like, you're from Bardstown. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, come inside. And he shows me like his bourbon collection. And I was like, Holy cow. You know, like <laughs> that's something you don't see out of everyday customer so and then he told me you know he's a whiskey writer this and that and so we kind of stayed in touch and then when we kind of started this podcast i'd reached out to him i was like i'd love for you to come on and he was like ah yeah you know yeah i i don't know and then like two or three years later he was like hey i want to come on that show you know i think we kind of i think you know he did help us get in contact with a few guests he had the churchill downs thing where he was doing Mm -hmm. the I did that one. And he, yeah. he hooked us up with Harlan Wheatley at one of those. So I'm forever grateful for him. But then we kind of build up a little bit of credibility, but we're kind of stuck because uh, distilleries at the time, you know, they're very old school thing. And they're like, we'd rather advertise on a park bench or a telephone booth or, you know, a billboard, you know, or a yeah. billboard or something or a whiskey magazine. They're like podcast. That's that's stupid, you know nobody's on those things and you know we were at the time pitching them no this is the future like you don't get it you're i know you think your demographics like these old white dudes you know but it's changing it's changing you know it's younger there's females there's it's can becoming more diverse like and they're all going to youtube and podcasts because traditional media is just kind of boring and so but they weren't weren't hearing us and then so fred reached out to us and said hey i'm thinking about starting a podcast but i really don't know how to execute it so he's like i think i just want to partner with you guys and we were kind of like hmm you know it was hard because kenny and i have a great like candor and relationship and i liked fred but you just don't know how that's going to play out sure but fred also had this legitimacy to him you know writer at whiskey advocate uh san francisco judge uh you know, he had this big event called Burn Beyond. And so we met with him a few times and we really, you know, thought it was going to be a great partnership uh, after talking to him. And so we decided to bring him on and instantly he gave us credibility. People that wouldn't take our calls would start to take them, you know, like the major distilleries, independent stave. And so he just got us into places that we couldn't penetrate just with Kenny and I. And then, too, he was gracious enough to allow us to be part of, like, Bourbon Beyond when it was just starting. And we got to go to these events, and he gave us VIP, you know, uh, placement and had us moderate different bourbon talks. And it's just really helped us build, like, credibility with uh, 
you know the the established distilleries and whatnot so that 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 kind of was why we brought him on that's really great the i mean you guys are pioneers you know in the evolution of um you know incorporating technology into this um you know traditional market if you will and uh, i mean how did that feel you know these are the these are the the subject matter experts these are the you know the the people behind the scenes that you're trying to showcase and and you know show them that this is the i mean were were you ever discouraged to the point to where you questioned what you were doing as as far as you know the technology aspect of it and trying to showcase all of the behind the scenes activity oh all the time i mean we thought about quitting several times um you know just because it was it wasn't producing any revenue it was taking a lot of time going to these different places and putting them on microphones and we actually kenny and i i think we were coming back from wild turkey we had just interviewed like jimmy and eddie russell and we're like you know and it took all day to go down there and set up and record and you know we're coming back and i'm like like dude this is taking a lot of mine it was taking it was kidding killing kenny because he was recording but he was also our editor and scheduler and and we're just like this we just gotta let this thing die and then so (laughs) we're like let's take a break and then you know two weeks later people started like tweeting us and sent us messages on facebook and then they're like where why haven't you released an episode and we're like okay well i guess i guess that's i guess people are listening and but (laughs) but we're like good feeling we were like, well, we want to do this, but it's sucking a lot of resources and time. My wife is like, what the hell are you doing? This is making no money. You can't <laughs> right. keep going doing these bourbon events that are like pulling you away from the family and your job. And um, so an audience member gave us this idea of like a Patreon community. And we're like, what the hell's a Patreon? <laughs> you know, and basically Patreon, if you're not familiar, I'm sure people are now, but it's basically like an NPR concept that you can donate um to support you know a podcast or an artist or a musician you can donate basically what a producer or artist does is set up basically tiers and it allows audience and fans to support that artist through various you know either donations or they get things in return like merch or and whatnot so we set up a patreon and i think we got like 20 people at first and it like paid you know, it was like a hundred bucks a month and we're like, all right, it's a hundred bucks a month, you know? So instead of making zero per hour, we're making uh 10 cents an hour. When we do this. <laughs> Go in the right direction. Uh, Go in the right direction. But and, then they but, get uh, access to the parties and the parties are fun. I, that's I, right. I attended yeah, exactly. one of those parties. It was, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, that, like and, that's, that's funny. Cause that like kind of really like, this is what I wanted to ask you about. Um, Cause you guys made the decision and it, obviously it's a, is the right decision, very successful decision to launch Pursuit United. And, you know, we, you and I have talked a lot over the last, I don't know, couple years, three years about that. And, and, and you guys laid out an incredible plan for that and, and, and have, um, I don't, I mean, I'm just, I couldn't be, I, I love it. I love it. I go somewhere and I love to see, you know, your stuff there and what you're doing. And, you know, it, 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 there's, we've talked about this before, like David and I, like, yeah, at the, at the sales and distributor level, they all like, they're all fighting, you know, where, where's my placement on the shelf? I, why is that bottle 
above my bottle? Why is my bottle, you know, at like, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I want to see, you know, Pursuit United and people I, I, I enjoy and people I enjoy being with. Like, I, I want you to, you know, to kill it. But it's, you know, the other, the, the question I have really is like, you you do you have a, a very successful lawn care business I, and i go back to like I, I remember when i did kentucky owl and we we first launched kentucky owl and it was like this kind of fun side pet project and i could deal with it when I, but i was also running another business like i was i, I mean 115 percent of my life was committed to running this business uh, so I was already overextended and then trying to figure out how to do this other thing. And then as it grew and then we partnered with Stoli and then, you know, I, I mean, I remember, I literally remember, you know, waking up at three o'clock in the morning, driving to the inn, pulling paperwork off the printer on a Monday morning, getting on a 6 a.m. flight, entering payroll while I was flying somewhere. I would be in market from Monday. I get home like late Wednesday night. I would be at the end Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday brunch, see my family a little bit on Sunday night. And then it was off again. And it's, it, you know, it's like, sometimes, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just, and, 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 and like, you don't, you don't ever want to say, Oh, it, this is, you know, it, it, it's awesome. It's incredible. It's, it, it's so much fun, but it's also really hard to <laughs> like run a business, yeah. be a husband, be a father. And, and then also shake the hands and kiss the babies and pour the whiskey and build a brand. Like it's, it's hard. It's a lot and of things. Like, I mean, are, are you guys, I mean, you gotta be in that cause you're growing fast, you know, and you have, you have all these other things. Yeah. It's uh, sometimes I'm, you know, as I, I just, sometimes I wish I just had like a nine to five, you know, just show up, clock out, be done. Um, but, it's just not in my DNA. I think, you know, looking back, I didn't know this, but I think I just like building things and I don't like to build things based on me. I like, I get the enjoyment of building things that help empower other people, like and help like build communities. And like with my go green and my mosquito company, my goal with that was to really build a place where, cause I, I had a degree in turf management and, you know, was in the golf course industry, but golf is a, you know, a hard industry to make it in, especially from the maintenance side. And I really wanted to build something where it could be a place where people that want to be outside and want to work outside, not just have a standard job, come and have a, like a really nice, you know, opportunity and living. And with the bourbon brand, you know, it's reinvigorated us and me because I really like building things. And like, I could sit here and say, I'm, you know, I want to, obviously we want to make as much money and as much product as we want, but it's really not for me. I really feel like a divine calling to like build something bigger than me and Kenny. Um, we got a lot of cool things in the works, but yes, sometimes I just get flat out burnt out. I mean, 
two years, like when we first started this, you know, I had the lawn care, the everything going, the podcast is in, like I was just burnt out and I like cried one night, <laughs> like, cause I was so stressed. So, you know, you're, you're, we're talking, you know, we're millions of dollars in debt. We're traveling all the time. I'm not, I'm missing time for my kids. They need me. My wife needs me. The brand needs me. My employees need me. It's like, everything and everyone needs me and it's like sometimes that burden just is too much to bear and uh but i've I've really tried to like the way i combat that is uh try to not make it about myself and really to my faith and religious journey has kind of helped grounded me and really um helped me balance it all and put things in perspective to where i'm kind of focused you know on what's important and because the, the the bourbon brand and the podcast and my businesses they'll always be there um you know i had a pastor once say that you know your your work and your your work and your social life there it's a bouncy ball when you drop it it'll bounce back but if your health and your family and your relationships if you it's a glass ball if you drop that it shatters and so i've always kind of kept that or try to, I'm not perfect at it. I screw up all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, cause as you know, Dixon, where I'm in, you know, we've been on the road. I've been on the road for the last five weeks. I got another trip coming up, you know, and it's like, I'm, I'm here during the week trying to take care of my kids, doing basketball, trying to be there, trying to shoot with them. But then while that, I got people, you know, planning events and tastings and bottle signings and this and that. And, and it, you know, and it's like, it's like, it just never stops. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, I, for me anyway through um all of that uh and then this this most recent um you know this 2xo adventure um i i find um that it's it's actually the little things that keep me moving it's um it's not it's not when i look at uh instagram and and random people are you know it, it it's not that you got a whole bunch of new followers or uh some uh you know featured in some magazine or write up or whatever i find for me that when you know when when you're at an event and you've been at it all day long and you've been to six different accounts and met with your distributor and all of those things and you're kind of grinding and you're at the end of it and you're like i just need you know i'm just ready to get back to my hotel room and facetime my kids and whatever it's when that person comes up to you and says, Hey man, I just, I wanted to share a story with you. Um, you know, we, I don't know. I, we, we lost, I lost my father the other day and he was a big bourbon guy. And, and, you know, so that's when I decided to open that bottle of, of two XO and, you know, I'll, you know, and I've decided that every year on his anniversary, like that's what I'm going to do. And, and like for me, I couldn't care any less. I shouldn't say I couldn't care any less, but like it, the the ratings from a whiskey advocate or this or that or what, like whatever. That's fine. That's part of it. You know, 
but it, like it's those little th- it's the same thing as like when you're coaching your kid in basketball and he scores a goal and he comes back down and like gives you a big hug and you're like I'm so glad I'm here in this moment like this you yeah. know it, it it's just it's kind of funny um because it it seems like this like super glamorous thing right everybody's like oh you get to you get to travel well yeah i'm traveling and i'm in liquor stores the entire time and i'm in <laughs> yeah. bars and i'm in, like it's and not maybe someone will show up or maybe not yeah we're not i mean it's not like oh we're I'm, drinking bourbon yeah we're you know it, it's it's those little interactions um and it's the little interactions when you're home and and like being present in that moment and you know making sure to your point it's making sure that ball bounces back up as opposed to letting it drop and shatter on the floor and i think that's like that that's where i find you know the the kind of motivation to keep going if if any of that yeah. makes sense totally because it's it's seductive to you know get on social media or youtube and look at try to chase reviews and see what they're saying about you and scroll through the comments and then somebody and you're like trying to you know somebody doesn't like it and you're like should i defend it and they're like or like you get positive feedback and you're like ooh, people like yeah. me or you know this or that and then like i didn't realize how insecure i was until freaking starting a bourbon brand (laughs) but uh you know it's it is it's like this uh it's very seductive and if you let it consume you it will and so it's um it's definitely like grounding myself and looking at what's you know in front of me is the you know when i'm home that's the most important and i don't do a great job at it it's still a constant balance and struggle but you know it's so that that's a that's that's interesting i would you know you when you did the podcast i mean yeah the lawn care business if somebody's like my yard looks like shit they're gonna call you and scream at you and you're like i'm sorry i'll fix it you know i'll get some guys out there right right away (laughs) you're doing the podcast and and you all took this great approach of like we're gonna let people tell their story like we're just gonna be a platform for uh, you know for their narrative for their story you know we're gonna we're kind of you know and then you launch Pursuit United. And I don't I I don't think people I shouldn't say I don't think people understand, but you put a brand out there and you've both done it. David, you've done it. You put a brand out there and you're you're exposing yourself. Like you were putting, you know, and and you have to have, you know, I, I don't you have to have really thick skin. And, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a weird place because help. There's a lot of people who someone's at the door FedEx, is here. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot Sorry. of people it's out okay. there who are negative to be negative. And, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like, it's intentional negativity. Um, and, and there's intentional positivity too, but you know, it, so you could, I'm, I know I do. And I, I feel very confident that you both do as well. Like sometimes you feel like you're out there on an Island, you're creating something, you're putting something out there. And you know, if either, you know, you're not in it. If you don't wake up at three in the morning 
thinking, oh gosh, are, how are people going to feel about this? Is this, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's different. It's hard. It it's, is. It, it's. Yeah. We're, we're so used to talking about brands and what their story and how good their product is and this and that. And then for us to go, you know, Fred was, you know, when we did this, he was like, I don't know, you're kind of the people that are in the media and start a brand it doesn't typically go well <laughs> like um he, he was kind of referring to the wine industry you know a lot of wine experts had done that and he was just like be careful you know you don't want to like you know basically cannibalize what got you here and so um it, it's uh yeah i mean i, I don't think <laughs> i was at a men's retreat this weekend at church this is crazy and they took my phone for like <laughs> they, they made you hand in your phone and your watch uh, for basically 48 hours. And like afterwards, I was like, can y'all keep the damn thing? I did not realize <laughs> Don't want it back. <laughs> how many like phantom buzzes or this or that like I had during it. But I'm constantly, you know, thinking about what do others think? Like, and because it, it's hard. You're, you know, the podcast has been great because we had an audience, um, you know, to sell to. But at the same time, people it came with a lot of like uh kind of like uh preconceived notions that like oh there's these podcasters who are just like sourcing bourbon throwing it in a bottle and trying to take advantage of the bourbon boom like you know they're not like they don't realize how much thought and effort we put into this and like coming up with this concept and um you know and how hard we've worked to get it where it is but that narrative's out there and you know and it's uh and then I think about that all the time. And then, like you said, yeah, sometimes you just feel like on your island and then you see other brands and you think they're just killing it so much better than you are. And then you're like in the comparison trap and then you're like, well, they're coming out with like all these crazy thing finishes. Maybe that's the way I need to go or I need to go single barrels. And you see like all these reposts of different brands and it like it, it but I'll give Kenny, Kenny is, I'll give him credit in this because he is very good at like, having a vision and sticking to it. Whereas I'm kind of like an idea creative person and I'm like always like all over the place. My mind is racing all the time. <laughs> it doesn't shut off. I wish it would just shut up. You know, it's and, funny like because you know. Dave and I talk about that and I talk all the time about how I have these three guys um, on my team and we built this concept together and, and you know, I'm the, I'm like the idea guy. Like I'm like, Hey, we could do this. We get in there just like, Hey, no, 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 no. Stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, pick one thing, do it well. I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. These, when we have folks like yourself on here, Ryan, that can, you know, directly relate to what's going on behind the scenes and, and, you know, and even, um, on a much larger scale, certainly that I can, um, say I've experienced so far, but it's kind of a therapy session. You know, it's, uh, uh, hearing you guys talk about your pain points and day-to-day -day challenges gives me some comfort to <laughs> knowing that it's no it's normal uh but the you know but i will say that both of you um and kenny included you know for just from what i've seen what i've observed you guys it appears that you do a great job of balancing the work and the family and, you know, faith, you, you make, make time, manage it all very well. So, um, you had, or at least you had me fooled and that's, you know, one of the reasons I keep pursuing this. 
is because of you know folks like yourself that that are doing such a great job and seem to really have your shit together behind the scenes as well so it's been an inspiration for me and uh and and, and again ryan i appreciate you taking time to to meet with us um share some additional insight hopefully we can do this again um and we'll definitely um continue to support uh united spirits uh, per, uh burn pursuit and pursuit spirits I know I'm drinking some some Uriah right here, and it's uh, clearly because it's called Pursuit United, and you've named it seven different things, and you have right <laughs> that's, okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay, and I appreciate you having me on. I mean, this that flew by. I feel like we could do like a seven part series of therapy. Uh, yeah, yeah. To 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 get you know, and I, you know, thanks, you know, Dixon for all your you've kind of paved. You know, we've talked about this. You've paved the path for us in in the brand regards and. You're our only third, three-time guest on the show, but uh, and David, I just had the pleasure of meeting you, you know, a few weeks ago, and we really connected, hit it off, and uh, you know, thank you for your support. I think you got a fantastic, both of you have fantastic projects, and I'm really excited because I think this is the new wave of bourbon and whiskey. Um, I think it's just like a fun, you know, I look at wine and see like the big brands, you know, like Mondavi and Louis Martini or you know whatever, and but then you had these people come behind them like prisoner and Naomi and all that, that focused on sourcing and blending. And I think it's just an exciting time that we can really showcase how versatile the spirit is and how unique we can make it, uh, to give people, uh, a product that gets them excited. That's not just more of the same. So uh, right. I'm really I think, glad that uh, we're all three in this space and I, I think, think we'll do well. Collaborative blend is in order. We, we Hell yeah. I've been trying to get you to, to do one forever. I, well, <laughs> I know I'm finally in a place where we can figure that out, but, um, <laughs> we need to do that. Cause I think that, yes, I would love to do that. That, that would, would be, be a lot of fun. so much fun just cause I love learning from people and seeing how they're, you know, methodologies and blending i feel like we could do a whole we didn't even talk about blending so we'd have to do a part two sometime so. absolutely yeah definitely gonna take you up on that again well, appreciate cool, your time man. ryan thank, thank you so you. much it's been a pleasure and an honor we look forward to doing it again and, and good luck out there stay safe and and uh cheers to you all right cheers